everyone. Happy New Year, and welcome to a new episode and a new season of the Cultivate Church Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Kelly, and today I'm joined by two creatives, Adam Dobbs and Shay Carlucci. Adam and Shay have just launched CGN Music. CGN Music is a collaborative ministry that brings together musicians and worshipers from around the world dedicated to creating gospel-centered music that points to Jesus and proclaims Him as King. But when planning a church, there are key positions that need to be filled. One of the big ones is the worship leader. On this episode, we discuss the importance of creatives in a church plant and some of the very practical aspects of worship ministry in your church. We had a good time on this one, and I hope you enjoy it. All right, welcome to the Cultivate Church Planning Podcast. I'm here with uh, one old friend, one new friend, um, Adam Dobbs, and... Shea Carlucci. Oh, did you hear the voice? I know. The microphone was <laughs> right up. We're doing this thing. If you're you're listening on audio, we're doing this thing where we're holding the microphones kind of right up next to our yeah, we mouth. Have these three mini tripods. With the three mini tripods, because we were supposed to sit up on a table, but we're sitting in couches now. It's so. way more comfortable. Wait, give it us, is, uh, but... Adam, I, give us your best radio DJ voice. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Good boy. That was, that was Mickey Mouse. Good boy, Pluto. Good boy. Good boy. Oh, that was good. So you may have guessed from the uh, content so far that we're talking about creatives. You. Yes, sir. In the church. And uh, one thing that every church planner needs is, well, there's a lot of things that church planners need. and But one of the big ones, the biggies, I would say... I don't know if you guys agree with me on this. You can weigh in. The top, One of the top three things that a church planner needs is a worship leader. I was going to say I... the Holy Spirit. Uh. Just to Jesus juke you. <laughs> but yes. Oh, man. Yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Yeah. You said uh, we were talking earlier just about... Uh, Stage time, you know, next uh -huh. to the pastor preaching every Sunday, the, the worship pastor is right up there, you know. Yeah, so. and not every church planner also is Has... is uh, blessed to marry somebody that is a creative and can lead worship. And so uh, what a lot of church planners need is somebody to To whom are you referring? Uh, so, so, for example, my, uh, my current... Uh, lead pastor right now. His wife is a worship leader ah. and was the the worship leader for uh, for a number of years and and so until I came on, and then when I came on, she really wanted to uh, be be home a lot more. At the time, she was uh, homeschooling her kids, and so when I came in, it was a breath of fresh air for her, so she could take a step back. Yeah, but not everybody has that. So, Adam, tell us about where you're ministering, what, what you do, where you're ministering, and what your life is like just in general. Uh, Fun fact. Uh, what my life is like? <laughs> Crazy. Uh, it's it's insane. No, uh, so I I live and serve in Denver, Colorado, kind of the, the uh, southern part of Denver, Colorado, in a town called Littleton. Um, if you're not familiar with Littleton, uh the easiest way, unfortunately, is to say Columbine High School. Yeah, is the tragedy there. Littleton there. So I uh, were you there when that happened? No, 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 no. We, my family and I, moved there. Talking about our crazy life, uh, we moved there February of 2020. 
So five weeks before the entire world shut down, we attended oh. our church five times, and then uh, we're told we couldn't. And so uh, we've been uh, helping out there. So uh, currently, right now, I serve at Calvary South Denver, where I am the uh, executive pastor and worship leader. Um, and so I, my job requires both sides of my brain all the time. And so I'm one of those weird unicorn uh, creatives where I can be incredibly administrative while at the same time being creative. And so, uh, yeah, that's, that's where... an, that's an, a unique thing and a very valuable thing, especially in a church plant. Cause your, your church is a little bit of a bigger church. So you have multiple probably staff at the church or. Yeah. So we have about six and a half people on staff for us <laughs> right now. Six and uh, a half. Are you the half? I'm not the half. Uh, is someone just really good? Like they're one and a half or is someone not so great? And they're like a half. Well, so your staff will probably I really listen a child. I, I don't know how to answer this question. You no. brought it up. You no, said half. so uh, our youth pastor is is, uh, is on yeah, part. He time. doesn't count. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow, they're, they're not even so sure. I'm assuming that He's youth not pastor is not one of the three <laughs> things. <laughs> one of the three. Actually, you be. I've learned. I've been. So we just started up the youth ministry on Sunday mornings. My son-in-law and my daughter do it at our church. And it's one of the most amazing ministries because that age, I mean, junior, they do junior high and high school on Sunday morning, and that's a battle battleground. So joking aside, I, I do respect the youth pastors, but absolutely, they often get the half. But when you come to um, guys like yourself of having the ability to do admin stuff and worship, that's, that's rare because most of the times, uh, most of the time creatives are purely Creative. So tell us what a creative is yeah. so that we know when we're talking about this term in this episode, uh, we understand what we're talking about. What is a creative? Yeah, that's that's actually a really good question. Um, so oftentimes... Thanks, I just thought of it. Cre <laughs> <laughs> oftentimes creatives or uh, the initial go-to when it comes to church planning, a creative would be uh, the worship leader, right? And usually the worship leader uh, in, in most cases kind of oversees all of the different creatives. And so but but creativity is some is someone who builds and there's a medium that uh that person is uh is is good at uh, whether it be painting, mm -hmm. uh graphics uh for with with computer art, yeah. um music for the worship leader. Mm -hmm. Um but let's not forget our wonderful brothers and sisters who uh, make us sound good, which would be the audio engineers. Are they part and of the creative team? Would you say yeah, is that? I will hundred percent. What a hundred percent. If it, I mean, without them, you are you are just your voice, which in some contexts for church is is what you have, and that's fine. Um, but the the sound uh, engineering guys and the sound people are are doing just as much work and their instrument is that sound if you got a, a bad sound guy you got a bad worship 100 percent. yeah and i'd also say a uh, slides too anybody on the production oh, side anybody in media and, and slides specifically they kind of fall by the wayside where they don't they're not really considered creative and they're considered more administrative yeah. but they really are you gotta have skill to do that and listen i feel bad for the slide people because 100 they're like they get thrown in there and then as soon as they mess up on a slide, Everybody. the whole church turns Everybody around turns and like, around. what the, who's well, back there? Let me even add, if the lead pastor messes up on a slide, who gets blamed? Slide person. Slide. The slide person oh, yeah. every yeah. time. 
Every I time. misspelled one of my because I put them in. We use uh, we use um, Proclaim. Yeah, it's the Logos, mm -hmm. the Faith Life yeah. uh, software. It's actually great. I'm not sponsored or anything by it, but unless they, unless you want to sponsor me, and there's always that option. But and next, um, a word from our sponsor. <laughs> it's uh, it's great because it's cloud based. So I just do I put my notes in there. And the other day it was uh, I was preaching in one of my main points. So I do my main points, and uh, then I do the verses that I reference. But um, I, sp I misspelled one of the main like. And who did everybody words. blame? Me actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, the, we know the this slides guy. guy say, I was gonna say, the, no, the slide guy. It was actually the slide girl. Uh, this girl named Autumn. She's amazing. So we have several slide persons at our church, and um, you know they're all great. But she's kind of you know the top level. So she edit. She can edit on the fly, which isn't easy. Dang, way to go, Autumn. She edited. She edited um, the slide. Made it the right word and all wow. as well. Nice. That could be dangerous. If uh, the wor if the worship leader and, and that, that person is not on good terms, I know. It, Autumn's oh, just messing man. with the, the cheat sheet. But they, there was, <laughs> there was, <laughs> there was uh, so in that, in this particular program, there's like preset, like, um, I don't know why they put these in there. They're like little uh, cheering, like good job or hallelujah or amen or clappy hands, like uh -huh. super cartoony ones that what? will, yeah, they'll float up on the screen like you have on the on your like video. Google. Oh yeah, like the little hearts that pop up, mm -hmm. like on Instagram. Amen. Yeah, no, it's on the screen in the church. Why? So we we had one of the end of one of the services. It was like you know the closing prayer, just really in a time of worship, <laughs> and the uh, slide person. I can't even remember who it was, but um, we're, it wasn't autumn. Clapping. It was they were no, it was the amen, like spamming the amen, like they were so moved. They're like, I got to do something. Boom, 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 Amen's just floating. And people started <laughs> laughing. <laughs> so that ended. Anyway, all that to say, the creative team. Yeah. Uh, Shay, let's go to you and tell us about yourself and what you're doing right now. And uh, yeah, what's your story? Yeah. So um, I'm up right outside of Seattle, Washington. And, Creatives. Uh, at, uh, <laughs> I'm at uh, Mount Lake Church, formerly Calvary Fellowship since the 80s. Yeah. We just did a... a New name, rebrand. Uh, that was a whole. That was. That, a whole thing. I'd love to have an episode about that, maybe with Riley sometime. And our listeners have been. I mean, we had Wayne on. I think it was our first episode. Oh, really? And Wayne Taylor was the founding pastor of the church planner there at the church. Yeah. And his son Riley is the pastor now. Yeah. You work with Riley. Yeah, I met Riley when we were maybe nine or ten oh, years nice. old, and uh, I am new to working in ministry as of two and a half years ago. I've been heavily involved in ministry in the past, but anyways, I'm the worship director there at Mount Lake Church. Um, it's, it's so new. Literally this Sunday I said, welcome to Calvary Fellowship oh. <laughs> right after our big launch date. <laughs> Not even the slight person can fix that. Wah, I was just testing wah, you all. Wah. Wah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I work there part-time. I've, I've built a studio up there. Uh, that is something. Let's put it like a, a, a pin in that later for okay. these for the church planners. Um, something to that build could, a studio. Yeah, let's talk about it a little bit later. Okay, I have an idea. All right. Um, but uh, yeah, and then my my tent making job. Uh, I have been at Subsplash. I'm. You're not. A, right. You're not sponsored by Subsplash, right? No, but, but if maybe they, want, after this they do episode. want to sponsor, then maybe you could put in a good word. Yes. Like, you know, I got this. I know this guy's got a podcast. There's like 10 listeners. Yes. So he would really be a good. Um, but yeah, no, but seriously, <laughs> um, I, I've been there for about almost eight years and uh, love serving church planners. And uh, yeah, 
Yeah, Subsplash, for those who don't know, is a uh, website building platform. But more than that, nowadays, you guys are like... Well, yeah, no. So in a nutshell, we actually built the first ever church app. Oh, yeah. So in like 2008, 2009. Are most churches using your platform? For engagement and for apps yeah. specifically. Okay. There's a lot of different church tech companies that cover giving and cover, mm -hmm. you know, live streaming, database, cover management. Most of them are database and giving. Okay. Where we, although we are, now we're getting the weeds. Now I'm going to start. <laughs> the next 20 minutes will be a sales pitch <laughs> no, by Shake or Lucci. This is the kind of stuff I would love to have. Maybe we could do a separate episode on this because this is very yeah, practical stuff. I would. If you're a church planter, I'm just going to say this. You can say a few more things about it, but. Um, you need a church management software, uh, giving platform and database. That's sort yeah. Of thing. And, uh, although we are a management system, although we're giving, um, we're kind of flip-flopped most, I always say it's in the name, you know what I mean? You have the, the push pay, you have mm -hmm. planning center, you have tithe Lee mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with focused on helping people be able to fuel their mission and receive donations. There's nothing wrong with anybody. Um, creating a space to stay organized, but yeah, Subsplash is a little more focused on maybe creative side, like the engagement side, like media uh, okay. delivery and All right. community. And then yeah. as a byproduct, we handle giving and so a church has a worship um, a worship team, a creative uh, platform where they are writing their songs, recording them. You can put them on their website. Yeah, you can do all that video website, everything. app, live streaming, okay. online giving, awesome. management, pastor sermon, everything, everything. See, that's the kind of stuff you need. And you need Planning Center, too. I am not sponsored by Planning Center, but um, can we do it? they were to reach out to me and offer oh. uh, free products oh, really? or whatever they do. I don't know what they do. Can we do a Planning Center sub-splash? No, I know down? what they do. I don't know what they do with when they're sponsoring people like me. Oh. Huh? They probably give you money, and then you <laughs> they, tell, every, you tell all the don't. church planners to go to them. <laughs> that's what they do. Let's spend the rest of this podcast trying to figure out what 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 all of that means <laughs> yeah no but yeah i'm up i'm i'm up in seattle got a two kids a wife and uh yeah and music Not you've sleeping. done music and music yeah before worship you're in a band yep i play in a band called ghost ship and uh, i've been playing with uh, my buddy cam huxford talk about church you need cam huxford on here he's a church planner okay. out of nashville as of 2 years ago but right. he kind of heads up ghost ship oh, and nice. uh, then the worship director at Malik church okay cool um, what kind of music? Ghost ship, kind of Americana. Americana. Oh, Americana. Okay. Like, yeah, we got a pedals, pedal steel in there. Oh yeah, yeah, nice. Some songs, banjo. Yeah, I like that. Piano. Kind cool. of a Seattle kind of folk, folk rock. Kind yeah, of. Folk Seattle rock. vibe to it though, too, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. it's got to be. All right, coming back to our topic of creatives and ministry and church planting, especially. So I'm coming from the perspective of here's a new church planter. We need what's our top three things? We need someone to preach. Not youth pastor. <laughs> that's three and a half 3.5 uh, it's it's uh, preaching we need someone to preach and generally that would be a lead pastor senior pastor who's also kind of got the vision to lead the church planning team generally that's not always the case but and then we need worship uh, that creative that worship leader and then we need children's ministry don't we we need a children's ministry person mm -hmm. yeah and we need a lot more other things um, but if you can get those three those are kind of the the quality positions that you want to look for and uh, and check out. So what what you're talking to someone, let's say I'm a new church planner, which we've got a lot of people listen to this um, uh, podcast who are interested in church planting. They're going to the Cultivate program or they're just in other some other program, Acts 29. We've had people connect with us and some other programs, but they're going out to start a church. 
the big question on everybody's mind is, and either one of you guys can weigh on, in on this, how do I get a worship leader? Because I don't want to go and turn on YouTube and have to worship to the YouTube, although some people do that. You, you have to do what you have to do. Mm -hmm. But I'd rather have someone who can lead worship. How can I get like Phil Wickham to be my worship leader or something like that? Or Chris Tomlin? Uh, about $10,000. No. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money. That's just for the phone call. Yeah, right. To talk about leading worship. Maybe you can like hire him on Cameo. It's a little less expensive. There you go. Yeah. You want to hear a story about uh, Phil Wickham? No. I just asked a question. Just kidding. And, yes. right, so right, this yeah. is what you're not supposed to do with podcasts, I find out. I, I don't know what to do with podcasts. I just interview people and get the information, <laughs> but... You're not supposed to like change the subject all the time because people are like, okay, I've got 10 minutes. I'm driving to work. I want to know this information. How do I get the worship leader? All right, here's uh, what you're not supposed to do. Here's a story about. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> In the title, <laughs> you should say like. So fast. At 23 minutes, we tackle <laughs> what a creative is. Uh -oh. How to find a worship leader. If you want to skip this part, just you jump just right jump ahead. Just jump right ahead. Um, but anyway, there was uh, I used to work at Maranatha Chapel, which is the home of John Wickham, who's uh, Philip calls him Philip, Philip Wickham's father. And John and I are good friends and loved working with him. He was you mentioned him actually earlier today. We were having a meeting here, a CTN Vision meeting, and very instrumental in the early days of creatives in churches mm -hmm. uh, within Wasn't Calvary the band Chapel. Parable, yeah, Parable, classic. Would you rather, if you could go back, would you rather make it Parable or Ghost Ship? Man, if, if Parable was up for, are they still active? I don't no? know if they are. I think it's a metal I, band. I think we should change the name now to Do Parable. It. Let it be so. <laughs> Take but anyway, vote. I told John, because it was back when, you know, Phil was, you know, he's famous and everything. And um, so he would come do worship sometimes at the church. And so I I started a little young adults group there at the, at the church. And, uh. There was probably, I mean, it wasn't so small. It was a big church, so the young adult group, maybe 30, 40 kids. And uh, and John was talking about, Phil's coming to do a concert, this and that. And I'm like, uh, hey, we've got, uh, we call it the bridge. we got the bridge on um, Thursday night, uh, you know, we just started. You think Phil could come and lead worship for us? And he kind of laughed a little bit. And he's like, I don't know, I'll ask him. Calls him up, asks him. Sure enough, Thursday night, came out with his guitar. Um, led worship for, you know, the 30 of us that were in there. It was amazing. That's actually pretty cool. That's Dude, wild. and there's, you know what I realized? Because we look at these guys on stage, we're like, oh, wow. There's, you know, they have all this backing band, the lights, the, the big systems and all this. That must be why they're so, like, successful and stuff. Not at all, man. He's anointed. Yeah. It was really a, an incredible experience. That's his, my story. Waste of, waste of time or not. His uh, sing-along so uh, albums yeah, yeah. are some of my favorite. Yeah, it's it's just him and a guitar. A really genuine, just desire to see people worship. Yeah. yeah, so it was really really nice. I heard Chris Tomlin's like that too. That he's like in his regular rotation at his church. So yeah, he'll like play a stadium yeah. and the next morning be at like the yeah the. Well, a lot of those guys are. Shows. I mean, I don't know every one of them, but I think God really puts His hand on on those guys. But back to our question is, how do we get them to be a part of our church plant? Because we've got our Ten people meeting in our, you know, school classroom or living room or wherever we're meeting. Mm. Like, what are you going to say, Adam? How do I'm coming to you for advice? How do I get a worship leader? It's 
actually a really good question. And I was trying to think of a really good answer while you were telling your story, but I wanted to hear Dude, your story. Dude, you had like 20 minutes. How did, how, how did your pastor in the past find you? Yeah, okay. I, say, I, I think so. I think knowing your your family of churches. I think that's one mm. thing that I've I've been super blessed with as far as like finding churches to lead worship for um within CGN Calvary, you know, we're we're a very tight-knit family of of churches. And so um I I've never had to me personally I've never had to go out and search for a church to to lead worship for. Um those have always kind of come to me. I think the thing that has drawn me to a church was uh, the feeling of value uh, for the worship leader. So I think that's one thing that's that's actually really great. Mm, that's interesting. Kind of acknowledging the value. They're important. They're not just filling a, a side role that's going to help no. to get to the main thing, but they're actually part no. of the main thing. Yeah, they're, they're, I think they're part of it because the, the Sunday service or the Sunday worship service um, – which we've only dropped that term Sunday worship service until recently, but mm. historically the churches is all it's, it's always been known as a Sunday worship service. Yeah. yeah. And um, I think there's beauty in that because worship and music uh, draws people in. I always like to say that there's not one genre of music that only has one follower, mm -hmm. but music by nature uh, draws people to it, whether it be like a, a street, a performer busker of some sort mm -hmm. or or you know your your local band ghost ship that there's gonna they're gonna they're incredible they have this americana kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> you know they're, they're, they're gonna draw somebody to them and so i think i think for lead pastors looking for that is finding that balance of uh somebody that's going to draw people but at the same time that person has to have a uh, a humility about them. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one thing that's really, really important. So are you, would you be of the uh, opinion, and it sounds kind of like you are, that it's not just, you're not going to just grab anybody who has talent who can do the job, but it's, you actually got to look for character too. I would highly uh, recommend not just <laughs> searching for somebody with talent. So uh, John Wickham story that I think Ooh. is that, that, changed my trajectory of ministry so uh he i i attended a a calvary worship conference worship leader conference and john wickham was doing his uh electric guitar uh workshop workshop yeah and i was like oh of course amazing guitar player I, he's incredible yeah. and so i was like of Eric course i'm junior yeah and so I, I show up to that, and at the time, I had just been hired on as uh, as the worship pastor for Horizon Christian Fellowship in San Diego. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Where he uh, where he served for uh -huh. a long time, and Evan Wickham was the worship leader just before me. So when oh, Evan wow. Wickham left to go uh, up to Portland yep. to uh, to plant and or to prepare to plant back in San Diego. Um, I, I was called in to be the worship pastor for for Horizon, and so I went up and visited John, and in, in his workshop. And afterwards, uh, I really felt like the Holy Spirit was like, "Just go up and introduce yourself." And I was, and that's my nature. I'm not very good at meeting brand new people yeah. uh, and introducing myself. I'm fine if they come to me, but 
going to them. That's the what did you say? Introverted you side. Yourself. I said I was like, hey, how's it going? My name's Adam. I'm the new worship pastor for Horizon Christian Fellowship. And he was like, oh my gosh, you're the guy that's that's replacing my son. And I said, yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm him. Those are some pretty big uh, shoes, shoes to fill. To fill yeah. And uh, he and he just he encouraged me so much. He was he was like, I've been praying for you. I've been praying for that church. Bro, John is the most encouraging guy you could ever meet. And I was he's like the nicest guy too. Have you ever met him before? No. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adam will introduce you. He knows. Yeah, me. I know him. Awesome. No. Hi, my name's Adam. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell What's you how your to name? do it. No. So <laughs> I, uh, dude, he gave me an extra hour and a half uh, after wow. after his workshop nice. and just talked with me, encouraged me. And one of the things that he um, really, uh, really encouraged me, and at, at that time, I'd been leading worship at Horizon, which is a you know fairly decent-sized church, but there was no worship team. So I was doing it by myself. Wow. And one of the things that, that John encouraged me, he said, do not fill those spaces just to fill those spaces. Let the Lord fill those spaces. Because what happens is... When man tries to do what the Holy Spirit is trying to do, you you miss an opportunity for somebody with that talent to fill that space. Huh. Wow! And so I, what 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 he said is like, don't bring your friends in that that aren't a part of the church. Don't bring uh, okay. Any it don't 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 try to hire out. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, don't outsource. Don't outsource, outsource your worship the team. worship because that's a spiritual moment. You want to make sure it's right lined up. exactly. And so and also you want to encourage the people that are you talking. Uh, to. yeah, it's like absolutely. Know your church, know the gifting, and use it. Yep. And, and it, so long that, story yeah. short, like. It, and and so I, I I took that advice and he was even like I'll call Mike McIntosh right now and I'll tell him to just be patient with you and just <laughs> let you do your thing and I was like I mean he's no Evan Wickham or anything but I know he'll right? get the job done yeah let, let me help you out and I was like I I think I got it but okay so I went back and no joke for about three months I continued to do it but the Lord in three months built that team out of wow. people from the church that were just waiting for the opportunity. Yeah, I like that because, and this is a little bit more of an advanced kind of church plant as you're already, what I mean by that is you're already in, you've planted, there are people there now. It You'd be surprised how many people have giftings and talents, not just in worship or creatively, but across the board that are just waiting for the opportunity to do that. Yeah. And speaking of which, Shay, um, you were talking about the studio. Let's hit that because yeah, it hit the studio and hit um, getting people in your church connected to the creative part of the ministry. Um, 100%. Yeah. Uh, before we talk about the studio, it's kind of connected. It has more so to do with, okay, if you're a church plant, right, and you have a heart specifically for single moms and you have abled bodies to do landscaping, for example, mm-hmm. you know a demographic, you have people to serve, so you are you're loving and serving that demographic. I think in a similar way, creatives love opportunities to be creative, and churches have space. That is one thing. So if a small church plan is blessed enough to be like, okay, we can rent this space out. We have a stage or Mm -hmm. something. How can we serve this demographic? How can we bring people in that are, one, interested and okay with being inside of a church building, and they're creative? And that's a very easy, free (laughs) way to be able to, one, bless a specific demographic and community, but then also bring them into the church evangelistically, just 
as yeah. a like yeah, missionally, almost like an outreach missionally, but then also, yeah, exactly. And huh. and I think that the Lord can use that for people like, okay, I love God, and there's a space for me here to be able to be. Yeah. And then you can kind of go through that process of 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 character, right? Testing character. Yeah. The the entry level that in the world that we live in to record music right now is so drastically different. So like like what 10 years ago, 15, 20 years Bro, ago, something like that. You used to have to like save that. your money and go to a, Dude. this whole thing. They had those soundboards that were like 25 feet long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now like I, I think like artists like Billie Eilish are are examples of this when they make platinum records from their bedroom. Yeah. And from little little keyboards because the technology. The, the the technology that that's available is is incredible. Yeah, there, it's Very, a fine line to walk as a church planner. You don't necessarily want to, uh, I don't know, like lure that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I bought hey, some. You I brought pro- some. <laughs> <laughs> we got a studio. <laughs> I got a studio in my church. <laughs> but but I think that I think there's a way that you you can you know it's a fine line. It's all about intention. <laughs> intention. Intention is everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a good fast. You've been working on that voice for a while. Yeah, I have. Hey, hey, I want to record yeah. some stuff. I got hey, creative. Tools. Are you a creative? Um, that's the yes. That's that's one way. Just creating a space. Maybe it's an open mic night. Yeah, or something. and just kind of creating a you know hmm. a space even for non Christians. And I to think come I'm just focusing on it. I think what I've learned is that you know the. Just the the teaching part is important, an important part of the service. the The worship ministry is an important part of your church. It's it's the, it's almost like the health represents the health of the church, spiritually mm-hmm. speaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, dang. You asked about the studio. Yeah. Tell us what about do you want to know specifically? How do I? So, would you recommend, let's say, for church planners to? I think it would be easier if I'm just thinking through this, like. Do you think someone who's not musically inclined or creatively inclined as a pastor or a part of a church plant leadership team should even bother with that before they have the personnel to kind of have the vision for it? Or is it something? I would say definitely get the team in place first. But one one idea that worked with me was I came in part time as a worship director. My entire job role was Sunday mornings. Mm -hmm. This studio was kind of an additional kind of passion project of mine. Passion project, yeah. And what ended up happening was is that we had space. And, well, let me take a step back. I made a record mid-COVID in my basement after my kids went to sleep. Nice. Did it downstairs, zero budget. I needed to get it mixed and mastered, and I reached out to a buddy of mine, Dan Fulgato. I love you. He's great. Dan, shout he's, out to Dan. He's amazing. Woo. He's a, an amazing producer, Dan. amazing friend, also electric guitar player in Citizens, that band. Oh, yeah, Citizens. Have you heard of that Yeah, band? I have oh, heard of man, that. Oh, man, that great. guy is a G. So, yeah, Dan Fulgato. He's a friend, huh? Yeah, man. love him. So, Ghost oh, Ship, man. Citizens, Cam and Zach actually grew up together. Whoa. And they're neighbors in Nashville. Are you hearing this, Adam? No, weird. Man. So. Tell me more. What ended up happening was is I needed somebody to mix and master, and Dan being the sweet guy that he is, um, I said, this is my budget, tiny baby budget. <laughs> and he goes, great, yeah, that's way, way below what, you know, I usually, yeah, but yeah, would love it. to do it. Yeah. Let's do it. So he mixed and mastered it, and uh, I still have no budget, but I want to keep doing this, and I want to level that up. And I, I took him over to the church, and I said, hey, let's uh, walk around. 
and we stumbled across an empty room with nasty carpet. Like there was asbestos glue under yeah, it. It was yeah, bad. Yeah. Garbage yeah. in there. Hadn't been used in years. Hadn't been used forever. Asbestos and is great for soundproofing. Yes. Insulation. That's what I hear. And yeah, just don't. And cancer. Yeah. Just don't lick it. <laughs> Basically, we came up with a really awesome um, plan where came up with a whole lease agreement. He pays zero a month, and, oh, and we so created he's... a studio for him. And he works out of there with various artists uh-huh. coming in and out. But he works with you guys, too. And for 13 songs a year, Damn. produce and engineer and mix, um, now we have an outlet with zero dollars behind it. So awesome. we use something. So wow. my idea would be is if you had a team in place— I think that more churches should do that. Yeah. You find a find a producer. Are you recording albums? You got worship albums from your church? Yeah, we're just starting. We just put out an EP last Friday called Permanence and Stay under Mount Whoa. Lake Music. Is it on Spotify and everything? Yes, sir. It's Link fantastic. in the show notes. Link it's in fantastic. the Is it? It's great. Are you just saying Thanks, that because you're sitting here? No, or? I actually really love it. So I, I just taught last Sunday, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before. And the entire time that I was teaching, I had your EP on. Gone. Bro, before we go, because, man, we just... Someone took up all the time telling stories. I think it was a mixture of me and, and Adam. No, definitely not me. Um, but I want to talk about <laughs> the new project. And I don't know when this is going to be released, but mo- more than likely, they're going to be able to go to a website called cgnmusic.com. Dot com. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. But cgnmusic.com is going to feature music from across Calvary Chapel, Calvary Global Network of creatives within churches that are doing just that. You're not the only one that's recording albums, right? Yeah, no. So we're we're reaching out to churches in within the Calvary Global Network, and we're finding churches that are out there doing really cool stuff, and no one knows about Calvary it. So Chapel, we're, we're inviting more of that. Bro, I just uh, interviewed Carl Dixon. He's a church right near us. There's a mm-hmm. guy named um, Pascal, and he's got a he does recordings. He's got some great stuff. And I, when you guys were talking earlier, I thought about that. I'm like, oh, you know what? I I bet there's a bunch of creative music makers and worship leaders. Well, exactly. I think that resources is the main thing. You you had mentioned, yeah, everyone has the ability to be able to purchase a nice microphone for cheap and you know what I mean? But yeah. they just, that's a big thing, like entering into right. something. So yeah. the idea of being able to equip church plants even, because mm-hmm. there's something beautiful about- Like right off the bat, just make this part of your church plant, music, I, creativity. I, I, 100%. I say, yeah. And, and again, in this scenario- there's not a lot of risk. There's not a lot of money behind it. You're also blessing another person who loves Jesus and is wanting to produce. Yeah. So in this situation, everybody's winning. And then it's also encouraging some of those other artists. Like we did a songwriting thing last summer and our, talk about slides. Mm-hmm. Um, an amazing volunteer and woman at her church does slides. And she came to the songwriting thing and wrote like a beautiful poem that we're putting. Mm. You never know what dormant gifts people have creatively that can be brought out. Absolutely. The um, cgnmusic.com. Can we do more than just, so what I, what I loved, I was just brainstorming with you as you were. So these guys were sharing, we're having a CGN vision meeting right now. That's where we're recording this. And um, they were sharing about this vision they have of this CGN music. And talking about the application within Cultivate Church Planting to say, if someone's planting a church, you guys will be able to resource worship leaders who are looking to be involved in church plants that will be able to go out and help. I think relationship is great. You have relationship with people that can 
be the worship leader. But if you don't have that relationship, getting involved in a church planting network like what we have with Cultivate and CGN, to be able to resource uh, worship leaders, creatives, just even um, advice, like being being able to connect with you guys mm-hmm. in person, you know, about yeah. these kind of things. Yeah, um, that's going to be offered through this um, website through this uh, initiative that you're you're working on. Yeah. yeah, the initiative that we're working on is is something along the lines of CGN Creative, and so much like uh, Cultivate or Connect and mm-hmm. and all of those things are are CGN initiatives. Uh, creative is 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 coming up alongside those. I love and that. So we're really hoping to reach out and unify all, all of the creatives. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we we at, at Calvary Chapel we we put a high emphasis on on the teaching and, and the Word of God as we should. Yeah. Um. And then, and then in in addition to that, and in, in support of of that, we also want to uh, value, inspire, and connect. Uh, the various different creatives, and then find some type of platform for them to operate in the gifts that God has given yeah. them. Mm-hmm. So people that are that are in your church, and man, they've just got an incredible voice, but haven't had a chance to. We want to facilitate that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, m- maybe it's not a songwriter, but somebody who who writes poems, like. Let's not lose sight of those things. I mean, those are... You lost me at poems, man. I'm not a poet. I'm not a poetry guy, but I know they're legit. You asked earlier how to find creatives. I think Uh, a lot of the times is that if you create space for them, they come to you. They'll find you. Wow. So, and that's what we've found, reaching out to different churches in Australia and the UK. Wow. A lot of them are like, ah, we don't really do that, but we're very interested. Or, oh my gosh, wait, what are you guys doing? You're trying to... Yeah, yeah. There's just never been an outlet in that sense. So, I was going to say... I, I was Family even going to add to that. Just, just have open hands. Yeah. Like, o- open your eyes and and your hands to see who's around you that that the Lord may be using. And will they be or will they sound like Phil Wickham? No. But you know no. what? That's, Who does? That's, that, that, that's good. Like, yeah. in, in be okay with things sounding maybe a little bit different and encouraging, giving them that that opportunity. Gosh, I I I can't imagine, like, if somebody didn't give me the opportunity to sing horribly on a mm-hmm. Sunday morning at 13 years old, like, yeah. and, and where my life would be. Um, cause that's how I got started. I, the worship leader for our, our junior high, uh, broke his arm. And so I had a, he uh, broke his, broke his arm. <laughs> Adam was just hungry for yeah. the limelight. <laughs> Stuck my foot out and shipped yeah. him. Oops. Uh, whoopsie. <laughs> No, but like the the junior high youth pastor at the time, who I, I guess we do have value for that. Um, uh-huh. He he Point came five. up and was like, he's like Adam, well you know how to play guitar, and I said I only know four chords, and he That's was all like, you perfect. Need. That's all you need. And You're you need on three. this Sunday, and I've been doing it ever since. Wow. And so it's great. just knowing again that there's space for you to step in, and the encouragement and value added to it is is huge. CGN music. Go ahead, Shay. What are you going to say? I was going to say church planners are, for the most part, naturally scrappy. You know, you have yeah, to be. Yeah, you have to for be. For sure. So lean hard on that. Take a step back and not just think about kind of the basics like, okay, getting people into the pews. and mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Take a step back and go, what are some ways that I can creatively create space for creators wow. to come in? And I think that if, if church plan, it doesn't take a lot of resources, and that's one of the it's one of the things that church planners don't have. You don't need a lot of resources. <laughs> yeah, sure. 
to create that space. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You just need good, good yeah. work. So I don't know if we're running out of time, but I have a I have I do have one little bone to pick with church planners. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Oh, oops. Sorry. Time's the, the, up. Time's we just up. ran out of time. Yeah. What's your sorry. song? Do you have a song? Yeah. I've never. <laughs> no, you guys are gonna sing it. That's why you're here. Oh, you're creatives, aren't you? Sweet. Yeah. Here we you go. got a studio. Up with sing a song. Cultivating the future. No. So, I, I hear a lot of church planners say this when they say, "I'm not creative." So. Dot dot dot. But. Like like Shay was saying, you have to be scrappy, and to be scrappy, you have to have some level of creativity. Yeah, I don't say that. I mean, everybody's gifted differently, but I think church planners are unique, and a unique breed. They're very successful, like leader ones, have an ability to to do a lot of things. Yeah, average or above average. Yeah. What I don't like is um, when they try to do everything and never provide the space for others to come in and. And to totally. do that, and that's that's kind of my bone to pick with church planners is, here's the guy, here's the usher, here's the guy that greets you at the door, here's the announcement guy, here's the um, worship leader, here's the pastor, here's the guy that does the prayer at the end. It's all the same guy, <laughs> yeah. you know. And there's like a bunch of other people that could be doing those different positions, but totally. it's kind of like eh, I don't mm-hmm. want to let them do that. There's so many different facets to the church service on Sundays. That can be done by different people. We could do a whole nother episode, but we we really are out of time because. And you know, I'm gonna take. Uh, that's my my fault. I told that story. You told a couple stories. Shay was good. He his stories were actually interesting. Should we end? Should we end with one last story? Yeah, go ahead. You guys told the story about eating, like eating, meeting. Um, a lot of the Wickham, Wickham guys. Right? I'm so Who's your excited famous meeting right person. Now. Yeah. This is my cousin Ben's story. And this is one of my oh. favorite stories of all time. Ben's maybe six five. Six oh, six. So he's he's tall. He's big. They call him Big Ben. Yeah. He's got like four sons. <laughs> Love Ben. And his buddy gets tickets to see Tom Petty years ago. Rest in peace. Oh no, no, no. Not Tom Petty. Sorry. Oh, I was excited. That was a different story. Willie Nelson. Okay. All right. Okay. Another legend. Legend, yeah. And they got to go backstage. And while they're hanging out there, Willie Nelson walks into this room. There's maybe 10, 15 people there. And Ben is a super fan. And Ooh. Ben is and he's like, big. he's just there. And Willie Nelson's walking around. And Willie Nelson just parks right next to him and goes, Hey, man, how you doing? And my cousin Ben, the only thing he said, <laughs> and his voice cracked, I he guess. goes, I love you, Willie. <laughs> And Willie Nelson, and he's just sitting there breathing hard and just going, uh, and then he just went, I gotta go. Cool, man. And just walked away. Cool, man. Tell you where And he just sat there panting, just going, oh my gosh. Could have had like a half an hour conversation with Willie Nelson. Oh, man. Anyways, I was hoping that one of you guys did that when you met Phil or no, no, or John. No. I want to keep talking and keep going, but people are like, man, we got to get to our other podcasts that we listen to. So yeah. let's do another episode sometime. I feel like we got a lot more content to talk about. Sounds 100%. good. Yeah. I love it. All, along music lines, along websites, creativity when it comes to graphics, when it comes to social media, all that stuff. You need that in church planting, and you guys are going to do it with cgnmusic.com. Hopefully it's out by the time this episode Hopefully. Gets or Clay, released. Clay's going to. It is out. It is. It, it is. is it is. The live. website is live. We did a soft launch. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Guys, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been 
awesome. I've had a great time. Yeah. Our listeners have thanks for having us on. But, uh, yeah, let's thanks, do it man. again sometime. All right. Yep. All right, guys. See thanks for listening. The Cultivate Church Planning Podcast is part of CGN Media, a podcast network that points to Christ. Check out cgnmedia.org for more great shows and ways to support the ministry.